The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's a South Congress podcast, episode 91. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I um, I hope your Thanksgiving with your family was great. I don't. If you didn't get to see your family. I still hope it was great. No, I'm just you kidding. You just did the Friendsgiving thing. I hope that was great. If you don't, if you celebrated Indigenous Indigenous People's Day, I hope that was great. Mm. If you don't give a fuck about none of this shit, I just hope you're still kicking. I just hope that y'all got to stuff some turkeys. How was your time with your family? It was pretty dope. We got brisket. Okay. And baked mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. And I have a shit ton of that left over. So guess who's eating that for uh, lunch and dinner for the next few days? That sounds like you. Yes, me. Definitely going to do that. How was yours? Um, It was good. I did the thing where when my family's out of town, um, I go to Kyle, hang out with my man Jason and his family. Shout out, Jay. Yeah, welcome me with open arms. Always a good time over there. Um. Got to see like you know him, nieces and nephews. His uh, his cousin John was out there, and we played uh, whatever that game is, like too hot for the internet or something like that. And so like there's like a 12 minute version of us playing that game, and I'll probably put it on the YouTube. Um, that was really cool. But Thanksgiving was great. Um, yeah, I got no complaints on my end. I didn't do the Black Friday thing. I fuck that shit. I sat in the house and turned on Skyrim. And I looked up. Should have played ESO. It was eight o'clock at night. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm starting wrong. I'm starting wrong. And I think you are too. Hmm. What did you do Wednesday? What was Wednesday? The day before Thanksgiving. Were you in them streets? No, I wanted to be. Did you go? What you? Did you go out at all when you were home? Uh, you know what? I did. I went out Tuesday to uh, Cerna's. Okay, how was that? It was all right. Um, they they did karaoke. Everybody sound like shit, but there's this one woman, she sang her fucking ass off. Mm. Like, I was like, take my kids right now, please. <laughs> like, shit. She sang her fucking ass off. I, I, I forgot what song she sang, but man, she killed it. Everybody else is like, <laughs> like that, but man, she sang her ass off. Like, she's like, we're visiting from Tennessee, and I'm like, okay. And I heard I've that always sh- thought the karaoke with strangers was weird. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like. It's intended to kind of be with strangers. I think karaoke is best done in like a private room with like eight people you know, where you all know how each other already sound. Funny you say that mm-hmm. because uh, when I used to be in a Vista, there was this one kid. He was cool, but fucking weird. He went to like some high school that was like, it was like a super private school where basically it was like, I think they were First Baptist or some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so they didn't do the whole, they didn't believe in dancing and shit. So I guess like their prom was like a dinner. And then their after party, he was all excited. He's like, yeah, we all came to my house and we sang karaoke and had apple juice. And we were all just kind of clowning on each other. It was a good time. Like, oh, okay. And how was your prom? I was like, you don't want to know. All right. Like, I'm not going to tell you, dude. <laughs> we went to. He sent us to uh, hell and shit. I was in the barbershop last week and my barber was like, yo, um, have you ever been in Midtown Live? And I was like, no, I've never heard of Midtown Live. What is that? He was like, all right, this is Bar Off Cameron. Um, off Cameron oh, Road. shit. That's all I had to say. This is Bar Off Cameron Road. Um, I'm going. Jay's going. Uh, a couple of guys we know. Uh, Gabe's going. I know Gabe from the gym. And uh, I was like, all right, yeah, you know. Um, 
I'm sure I'm not doing anything Wednesday night. Um, now, you know, I definitely don't work Thursday. Everybody will pretty much be out of town. So I'll get up with y'all. Boy, when I tell you, um, I get to the spot and I mean, I already know Cameron Road. Yeah, in the hood. Like, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, know. that's all you had to say. I was like, OK, I get there and the parking lot is set up to where four people would have to leave before you could get out. So you already know what kind of time we're on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go uh, around the lot. And there's like a neighborhood right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's apartments that are still building on the other side. Yeah. So I had to park at the very end. And so I like, I let me tuck all the equipment <laughs> just in case somebody gets brought you, right? <laughs> yeah. So I get to the door. And the first thing I see when I walk inside is a lady at the register. So I'm like, all right. Again, I know what kind of time we're on. Register. If there's somebody at the register at the front. And at the register, they had menus because they do wings shrimp and seafood Ooh. i said man what is going on <laughs> so i walk in i see everybody i dap them up um dj has on echo jeans with the big rhino on the back oh shit what <laughs> he's playing like the best of little kiki basically I, i'm like all right I, I, again i see what's cracking in here <laughs> did you did you go into a goddamn uh time warp zone or some shit i said ma'am um, I was talking to a bartender. I was like, "What are your drink specials?" She's like, "Oh, they stopped at eight, but we have uh, seven dollars Ciroc all night." <laughs> Where am I? Where am I? Oh shit! So <laughs> I was like, "Ciroc? We still doing that? Okay, all right." So that's so wild. My man Gabe, uh, Gabe, big swole dude. Mm-hmm. We're all sitting at the table. Gabe got up to use the bathroom. Uh, one of the girls at the table next to us takes Gabe's chair. And Gabe was like, yo, like who got my chair when he came back? And we all kind of pointed at Shorty like, yeah, she got it. And she looked at him. She was like, yeah, I got your chair. What you going to do about it? And he was like, no, nah, it ain't no problem. She's like, if you want the chair, pick me up out the chair. And so he was like, I mean, okay. And he did. And she jumped on him. And so, yeah. It was just wait, 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 wait. jumped on him in a good way. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's just ratchet moves all night. Oh, we need to go there. No, we don't. Yes, we do. I want to go there. So I order my wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be um, in that spot. And them wings were hidden. I got like, again. Like I want to go three piece spicy. And it's crazy. Like the waitress came by and told me she's like, "All right, make sure you put this sauce on this wings." And it was like the uh, the honey bear, you know, honey. Yeah. But. It was half honey bear honey and half hot sauce, and they mixed it in. Oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the project. We are home. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, we need um, to go there. I, I don't think we do. Yes, we do. I think we should stay away from there. No. Um, we made it out there one time, but that was cool. Kicking hey, no, there. I want to go there. Um, Fuck that. Then we went to the domain. The domain was cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got invited to this birthday party. Like or this birthday dinner like three weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll know the um the girl who was our go to waitress for a long time at Kung Fu is this girl's roommate whose birthday it was. All right. Yeah, good looking girl. You know, they twenty three. Uh, you know, really being a social mix, all that. So when I tell you that somebody explained to me. That we was in the spot with the guy that likes her and her sugar daddy. I said, oh, what? 
that, that's, that's what we're doing? Okay. And uh, yeah, they were, you could tell who was who because the guy like who likes her is like real cool and the sugar daddy was like super in her face like, hey, how you doing? How's it going? What's up? Anything I can get you? Everything all right? Um, yeah. And, and somehow Shardy successfully navigated that for the night. Um, sometimes she's got the juice, man. Sometimes yeah, she has the juice right now. Just About got the glow. 10, 12 years, that shit may dry up. You got to rock it how you can. True. Take advantage of all you can, yeah. especially all young women. Take care of that juice while you can, because once it dries up, it's a wrap for you. I firmly believe in robbing niggas. Um, <laughs> so, no, yeah, that was kind of my um, my experience up until yesterday. So, let's talk about yesterday. All right. I have a bad habit of planning things, or at least planning the idea of things, and the thing never coming to fruition, Right? Like, oh, it'd be cool if we uh, if we had this event and then it never quite materializes or, you know, we should do this for the podcast or we should make this or this would be a cool graphic and it being a good idea. But really, a lot of times in my case, due to big ideas, but small planning, it never quite works. So I said, we got all this time off. Let me properly plan out. This birthday party live podcast. Like, let me do my due diligence to make this happen. So, our good buddy Megan, who's been on for the last two weeks. Like, it's that thing where, you know, we're of that age where a bunch of our friends, like, have kids or they were out of town. So, like, I couldn't just call somebody and be like, yo, get in the car. We're going to do something. Luckily, I could call Megan. I was like, hey, um, I need you for, like, an hour. How's, how long is it going to take you to get ready? And she was cool. She was like, give me a half hour. I'll be ready to go. So I pick her up. We drive downtown. We go to, Ho- uh, not Hops and Heroes. Shout out to Hops and Heroes. Um, we go to uh, Texas Toy Museum. And first of all, there was a parade yesterday. And so we, were, we kept trying to park. And like homeless people kept telling us, no, I can't park right here right now. They towing everybody. And I wish I could give them a tip, but you know, I don't carry cash. So we get to the spot, we go in there, we see the guys, the guys are real cool. I talk to them about my ideas for what we need to do, where we might move stuff, who's coming, drink specials, like all that. We yeah. get all that work okay. out. So I'm like, yo, I had my mind that I wanted to shoot a video. Um, I knew kind of in my head what I wanted to do. So they give us like their big board, you know, the boards they put outside of bars to let you know. That they put outside of the bars to let you know the drink specials or who's performing that night. So Hops had one. And so I got Megan to write out like the birthday message. And it really took two and a half hours to write a message on a board. And I'm not saying that to insult her. I'm saying it's congratulator because I was like, I never would have got this done. But love did it look good. Some little kid was like in there with his parents, like touring the museum. Mm-hmm. And he just asked Megan, he said, hey, can I help? And she's like, yeah. And then he's like helping her color for like 30 minutes. And he was like, I thought this was a game. <laughs> and she's like, no, we're doing this for something for real. But it was cool. Um, yeah, he helped us out. So that was nice. So Shout yeah, out to um, little kid. We, um, I think his name was like Wade or something. I don't know. Of course it was. Matt. His name Max. His name was Max. Because why wouldn't his name be Max? Yeah, true. But um, <laughs> watch us find out like his parents oh, listen to this show. It'd be oh, funny. Goof Troop have an ass kid. Wow. So... Make the sign, do the video, we put that up. So, once more, we'll say it, because it's like two weeks away. 
December the 14th, 8 p.m. to midnight, Texas Toy Museum, downtown Austin, Texas, my 34th birthday party, and um, a live edition to the South Congress podcast. Um, should be a really fun time. Um, they kept telling me, they were like, yo, so like, you need a guy at the door. I said, what you mean? They're like, well, it's a private party. So like, you just don't want people walking in off the street. And I'm like, but I don't. And then I realized I didn't because, you know, but I can't have like a guest list. Sure you can. But I don't know. That's, those are the logistics I don't like dealing with, but mm-hmm. I guess we're going to have to. But um, no, I, I think we should just stress to everybody because here's what was cool. When I posted that little teaser yesterday yeah. of the, uh, what was or it? Or why don't you just put like a, like a code saying out for the door person? We could do that, but I don't want to like, be a door person. But oh, true. when we put the, uh, the, the teaser out, that little picture of her drawing on it mm-hmm. saying, hey, we're having a thing on the 14th. I'm going to tell you about it on the 1st. A few people were like, but they listen to the podcast. They should know. And I was like. Thank you guys for thinking that everybody listens to the show, but everybody doesn't listen to the show. No, I so, you know, 10 people. There are going to so. be people there who, you said 10 people listen to the show? I don't if know. 10 people listen to the show, I would never do the show again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the, we worked a little I, bit I would, too I would hard fight for that. all 10 of those people. Wow. Straight up one on one. For being helpful. I would fight all 10 of them. So, um, yeah, it'd be nice no, if kidding. everybody who follows you on social media listened to. Everything that you made, but they don't. So had sexy. That'd be dope. It was important. It was important to do both. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. You know, I'm really excited about it. Peanut, somewhere between the things that he chooses to say for whatever reason he chooses to say them, he's excited about it. Um. Excited to be a year older. Excited to celebrate with old friends and new friends. Um. And excited to finally get the chance to do our brand of conversation and information and humor. In front of an audience. I think that's going to be really fun. It'll be interesting. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Um, oh, I'm th- I got enthusiasm flying out of my ass for it. Wow. So I'm going to... It's funny. I was talking to them. So they really only serve beer and wine. Gross. And I said, can I bring liquor? <laughs> they were like, of course you can bring liquor. I was like, okay then. Then it's solved. Um, yeah. So uh, hit Cam's PayPal for donations. And we will be bringing everything. But remember, uh, the more donations, the better drink we're gonna have. Or, or if you if you show up, you want to bring some shit. No, feel free to do that no, too. No, oh. no, that's not how it works. Oh, um, <laughs> so let me cut that off quick. What? I'm allowed to bring things, and probably the people who were immediately with me are allowed to bring things. But it's absolutely not a BYOB. So we should state that now. Why? Because it's not. Because this isn't a dance hall. Okay? It almost is. It's almost like Randy's ballroom. Shout out, Flo. (laughs) It's not a kick together. (laughs) But yeah, um, so that should be a good time. Um, I'm excited about it. Tentatively, what we're going to do with the party starting at 8, the party will probably be at like 9.30. That's what I was thinking on my way in the car. Let everybody get a bunch of white claws in them. And then, you know, go from there. Oh, Um, man. All you hoes, get all the white claw you need. I'll bring a whole bunch of cases of that shit. Please don't bring cases of White Claw. I will. They, they have White Claw at the at I don't the care. Place. I'll bring some more. The more, the merrier. I, I don't and think it, and he it, understands how any of this works. I do. Three White Claws? That's going to hit even harder than a bot White Claw. I don't... Did we invite, like, more than three white women? No. Because I think it's just two. Keep it at that. Okay. So, 
let's can we finally get to the information like enough of us talking about us um damn we did that for 15 minutes we never talk about ourselves that long yeah but it, but there's a lot going on i mean i want to go to midtown live now let's talk about the san antonio spurs yes um san antonio spurs were in the midst of a giant losing streak um you know demar Derozan was unfollowing the spurs on social media uh so was Dejounte murray things appeared to be really bleak right mm-hmm. and then the clippers come to town um the clippers who are not the favorite right now but probably number two um as far in the as, west not even i'd say number two in the league as far as considered to you know win the title, I think it's yeah, you know, yeah, because there's LA, nothing the else. There's nothing really going on in the East. Yeah, even like even though Boston has a great record, I don't think people are like no. super worried about them. No, fuck um, no. You know, uh, Milwaukee is still good, but I don't know the confidence people have in them. Philly's good, like I don't know, but um, Philly's gonna be up and down like they always are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, Philly's gonna be Philly's. What's gonna happen? So with that said, um, you know, it was looking bleak for the Spurs. And mm-hmm. then they go out and beat this team. They have that great uh, shot of LaMarcus swatting Kawhi's shot. They got to put that in Smithsonian. Look fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, with that said, is this a sign of things getting back to the norm? Or is it more of a sign? Is this an anomaly now? Like, are the Spurs... I mean, even though they haven't been title contenders in three or four years, Mm -hmm. nobody's ever title contenders every year. So is this returning back to mediocrity? Is this a run finally being over? Or is this a blip on the radar and they're going to continue to be solid? What do you think? Uh, It's it's really hard to tell right now because, you know, with the Spurs, because, I mean, this is what I will say with their skit that they had recently. They weren't exactly getting blown out. Everything was pretty close. That's to say, everything, they they just can't close the game. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think once they move around certain pieces, they're going to get right back to where they need, and they're going to silently, you know, kind of do their thing. But I think right now, um, they're just taking it day by day. And I, I think a lot of it, um, you know, switching the lineup, uh, Derek White, yep. he, he's a hell of a player. I mean, I, I saw him play when he was with the Austin Spurs mm-hmm. about a year, about two years ago. Um, he tore it up, and I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, this man's going to be something special. And, I mean, he's now the starting uh, rollover of DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray, you know, he – I know it's hard to say. Like, you know, he has all the talent. I, I just don't know. There's like a mental block or something going on. I mean, you, you know, you take all that time off for injury. True. I do think there's some figuring it out. Yeah. Um, you know, being a young player, I don't mm-hmm. know if – and this has been my thing for a while. You know, as good as the Spurs were for, you know, 20 years. Yeah. A big part of that, two things are really big mm-hmm. with that. Um, drafting Tim Duncan and Tim Duncan being agreeable to pop style of coaching. Like, I think those are really big things. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, everybody's absolutely not built like that. And so you wonder if that's going to be sustainable after all this time. Like, it's not all about how successful a coach is. Um, you know, you can go to work for, you know, the best damn McDonald's in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't like the manager, you're not going to flip them fucking burgers. You know, that's just what it is. And I think a lot of it has to do with getting the right players to fill, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Because, I mean, it's like everybody, every seven-footer out there wants to be Kevin Durant, bring the ball up and shoot threes out the gym. It's like, no, yeah. Kevin Durant is special. He can do it because, you know, he has that shot. Every 
big guy out there wants to shoot threes, like, no, get your ass in the paint and get on that block uh-huh. and, you know, turn, put the ball up, put the ball up off the goddamn backboard. Like, it's all you got to do. Yeah. But everybody wants to shoot all these threes, and it, it blows my mind because it's like, you know, if you guys played in the paint, you're going to look damn good because nobody can defend in the paint today because nobody wants to get hit. Nobody wants to – I got more bruises – when I when I used to play post, then I did ever playing football. Because I mean, like I said, it's rough. It's rough down the block, man. It's it's very rough, you know. But no, no. Today, these guys are not built for that. They they don't want to do that. In the years that we've done this show, mm-hmm. this is the most I've ever seen a woman agree with any point you've ever made. It always happens. They they, they do it. They do it at home. They they just don't want to admit it because you know I talk a lot of wild shit. Here's the crazy thing. You know you know how I know. You know, I know this is right. I'm listening. This is the crazy thing. So at my old, old job, when I used to work in Seguin, I had a boss who was uh, not the first one. He was cool as fuck. The next one, he was cool as fuck too, but he was super, super MAGA roids mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he even admitted one time to like my other boss, he goes, you know, man, Tristan over there, he talks a lot of shit, but fuck, man, he's right. He's right about pretty much everything he talks about. Wait, right about right about what? I'm sorry. Everything. Everything he talked. Everything I've ever talked about. Okay. And and I mean, but I I think my thing is just the delivery and the presentation of how I do it. I think if I did it in a more uh, sophisticated manner, I think people would take more value in what I say. But the way I talk shit, people are just real quick to kind of be like, no. But it's like nine nine out of ten, I'm always right. I'm always right about everything. I mean, I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn to sound arrogant, but I'm normally right about everything. One of the best football games I've seen in a while was the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, of this year, yeah. Yeah. Auburn beat Alabama 48-45. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the last you know minute and a half or so was Bama missing a pretty close field goal off the left upright. And then um, where they would have had probably about a minute with the ball – in a game where neither team could stop the other from scoring, they had too many men on the field on a second and four. Um, or a fourth. Yeah, was it fourth down? Yeah, because it was Back third check. down. They lined up to go for it. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, yeah, and then they had too many men on the field uh, because they didn't have any timeouts to stop it. So, you know, they lost in kind of ugly fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things about that. Bama was never supposed to be in a 48-45 to 45 game to start with. And that's not a quarterback issue if you hang up 45 points with your backup with four wide receivers that are all going to the NFL and two running backs that are going to the NFL. That's a defense it's issue. It's a defensive issue. It's a, you know, it's, Which is crazy because they always, they always recruit some of the best defensive exactly. players in the country. Exactly. So with that said, mm-hmm. and this is weird to say. It's not a Nick Saban issue. Let's not go there. Bama hasn't won... What they've won one out of now one out of the last four national championships, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't win the championship last year. They are not going to make it to the college football playoff this year. They better not. If they didn't, do, I no, will they, boycott. They can't. They better um, not. I will boycott. Didn't make it to the SEC title game. Nope. Um, so <laughs> it's weird to say. <laughs> Is Nick Saban's job in trouble? No, absolutely not. Why not? That has nothing to do with him. All that shit has nothing to do with him. That that'll be that's more of a coordinator issue. Who hires a coordinator? 
He does. Okay. With, with the help. If um, Bama doesn't make it. With the help of, of the AD and a committee. But, yeah. If Bama doesn't make it to the college football playoff next year, Nick Saban's going to have to find a new job. I wouldn't even go that far to say that either. I'll say this: If he doesn't get to college football within the next three to five, the playoffs in the next three to five not, years. No, 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 five years. You, you mean to tell me you think if if for the next three years? Mm-hmm. Well, it also, it also depends on the I'll recruiting class. The next, but it's yeah. Nick Saban. Yeah, I'll say the next. You say in, in two years, if he did not make the college football playoff the next two years, he'd still have a job. Yes, you're insane. No, it's not insane. It's just that it people. Uh, a lot, a lot of people out there, mm-hmm. they pre-ejaculate mindset, and they're called boosters. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and you gotta understand, Bama boosters have money, but they don't have that much money. They don't have that much money is what they want you to believe. They really don't, because if that was the case, I mean, they'd have some of the best facilities in the country, and they don't. There's a lot of teams out there that have way well, better facilities. They don't need them. Absolutely do. Why do they need, why do they need them? That's what attracts a lot of people. A, a lot of your athletes is facilities. People That's, don't. No, facilities, ki, ki, kids don't. Kids don't care about tradition today facilities, anymore. Facilities. The whole A and M, like you know, jerking sure. off. But that that's gone. Bama without facilities get you to the league. Like I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Bama's the exception to that. Yeah. They don't need facilities. They don't need new uniforms. They don't need any of that. Like they're not Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What you're saying is right. It's different for Bama, though. Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Go yeah, there, I'll give you that. Yeah, they go there to play for him. Mm-hmm. They go there to play for national titles. They mm-hmm. go there to get to the league. That yeah. place is different. Yeah. But I, but I do understand your point. I, I'll say we will never know because it's not going to happen. I don't think. I'll put it like this: I I wouldn't quickly give up on Nick Saban. I wouldn't. You'd be an well, idiot. No, 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 no. You're you're rational. That's yeah. that's my bigger point. Yeah. Boosters be, are not rational. People. No, boosters you know are I mean? fucking dumb. That's what I'm saying. But this is. And they gave Jimbo Fisher seventy five million dollars to be, to be mid. mid. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And yeah. you know, which is crazy because um, about four years ago in, in Houston at the THSCA, uh, Texas High School Coach Association, I got to hear uh, Tom Herman speak when he was still the OC over at uh, Ohio State. No, I'm sorry, when he was the head coach at uh, Houston. Houston. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and so he was talking about um, he was talking about an incident. I guess basically where he kicked the boosters off first class and he let his linemen right up front, uh-huh. which, okay, that makes sense because you know what? You want your players to be comfortable. Fuck a damn booster. And he was talking about how with boosters, he goes, you know, boosters are cool. You know, we appreciate the help. However, and this always sticks in my mind. And I remember, I remember with my old boss, I turned back and I looked at him. I gave him like that death stare, like sea uh-huh. bitch, you know, kind of thing. Because uh, my old boss, he was very much like, you know, Mouth hugging our boosters, and they're the ones that got him fired. You know, even though he has a good record, mm-hmm. but those boosters over there understand that the kids that I used to coach that are still kind of there in my old program, they're horrible. They're horrible in middle school. They're horrible now in high school. Now, going back to that, Tom Herbin said, if you have a a parent who's a booster and they say, "Hey, I've donated X amount of dollars to your program. I've done this. You need to do this for me. Give them the check back. Tell them see you later." That makes a lot of sense. And like I said, that those words have stuck to me because, again, at the end of the day, the booster's job is not on the line. Nope. It's, They're risking nothing but bragging rights with their other rich friends who went to other schools. Exactly. That's it. All, yeah. all, all, and, you know, and like I remember I told a parent one time, I said, I'm not going to put your kid on the field just because you want to make a Facebook post about how great your kid is. I go, I'm not going to do that. 
And they didn't know what to say. They were, they were just kind of like shocked I said it. I guess that's kind of where it's like, I'm right, but I'm talking shit. So they really don't want to listen to what I had to say. Because, yeah, I was talking shit in that moment. But I wasn't wrong about it. I think regardless of if Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson lose, mm-hmm. I think all three of those teams are in. Yeah. Um, They're not going to lose. Yeah. Um, LS, I mean, well, LSU's well, not yeah. losing to Georgia. Clemson's not losing to, to any ACC team. Clemson's playing Virginia. Um, they're going to kill them. Even though I think Ohio, Ohio State's State, going to kill uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, Ohio State's going to – they're not going to be human until the playoff. Um, <clears throat> exactly. But, and, that, and that's when Stash is going to jerk off to his tears when, when Miles' LSU team fucking uh, uh, puts him in a three-point stance. Well, my thing about Ohio State is it's almost unfair to them because it looks like they're playing against air all the time. You know what I mean? The and big, so then, big Ten football is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Then when they get to, you know, these bowl games, yeah. it's like, oh, everybody yeah. else is also Well, I mean, but strong. it's also with the SEC. SEC does shitty in bowl games, and which is crazy mm-hmm. because Big 12 actually does really good mm-hmm. in bowl games. But well, because all of a sudden, it's a track meet. So, so it's, it's different, but yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, like I said. I, I hate the whole conference thing. I think it's, it's stupid. stupid. Yeah. If LSU, like I said, if LSU... Uh, Clemson and Ohio State lose. I think those three are still in the playoff, even Absolutely. if the order changes. Mm-hmm. Now, that fourth spot, do you like, if they both win, mm-hmm. do you like Utah or do you like Oklahoma? Uh, <sighs> does, does Oklahoma win the Big 12 against Baylor? Well, no, no, no. I mean, well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even say Oklahoma. That's not fair. Do you like the Big 12 winner, or do you like Utah if they win? Is Utah uh, Pac-12? Yeah, Utah's Pac-12, one loss. (sighs) And then Baylor or Oklahoma will be Big 12, one loss. You know what? Pac-12 and Big 12 are pretty much the same at this point. I would would give the nod to Utah. I I kind of agree. Um, I think that... You know, Oklahoma, I forget who Utah lost to, but Oklahoma has. They haven't like, lost this year, I don't think. No, right? they lost oh, they didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh. O- yeah. Oklahoma has. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a question if Utah won out. Yeah. Oklahoma has. Um, I mean, they looked not pedestrian, but the way they came out the gate is not how they finished to me. Um, they needed a miracle to beat Baylor. Um, and so who True. knows? I think if they blow Baylor out, then maybe it looks different. But, I mean, if Georgia wins. Yeah. All this goes away. Yeah, if Georgia wins, they're in. Yeah, if Georgia yeah, wins, they're, they're all in. This no goes question away. asked. Yeah, um, but I don't think they're going to beat LSU. No, you know, fuck so, no. They're not um, going to. No, I would, fuck I would no. say Utah um, because I think that like they had they started to play some pretty tough games. Um, that would be my pick. Um, I guess we can talk next week about predictions. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody beating LSU right now. No, like they they finally have the scheme. Texas to match came it. close to it, yeah. but that was about it. That was it. But that was it. Yeah. to me that was a different. Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Texas, Texas wouldn't touch the boys now. No. Um, okay, you want to talk a little pro football? You want to talk about the Cowboys coming all the way back down to earth? Fuck them. I mean, they didn't, it's not even that they lost to the Bills. They didn't look good. You know what no, I mean? No, like, it's, it, it's like... It's like Kellen Moore is just... He was a genius the first couple of weeks. I, I think he's being told what to call. Hmm. I think it's, there's a lot of influence, and like I've always said, if the Cowboys are ever going to be successful, Garrett cannot be the head coach, and there can be no Jones, blood or or any kind of relation to any Jones 
running that organization. <laughs> no Jones. No, no Jones so at no all. Jerry Not, Jones. No Jerry Jones. No Jerry Jones Jr. None of them. No None Adam of those clowns. Pac-Man nope. Jones. Nope. No Love Jones. Well, Adam Pac-Man Jones, maybe. Yeah, no Love Jones. Because, you know, he'll put a strip club in, in a Dallas Stadium. That'd be dope. But. but no it's fun. Indiana Jones. Nah. No Johannesburg. Nah. No, definitely no, not. No Jonestown. Good idea, but it was a bad finish. <laughs> you, know I, you know what I found out? What's up? You know what's crazy? And this is what I encourage people to do. Mm-hmm. When you want to know about an event in American history and you want the most unbiased version of it, find a European outlet that covered it. Yes. Dead BBC, serious. yeah. I think we talked about that mm-hmm. um, a couple of months back. I've always, I've always uh, said people need to um, go to the uh, British Broadcasting... Or, mm-hmm. yeah. not, not the other BBC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, if you want, yeah, go to, because they do real journalism. Like It's not about entertainment. It's about, hey, here's the news, like what it was in America 50 plus years ago when they were actually in the shit giving you news with no fluff. Like I've watched maybe four documentaries on Jim Jones. Um, that covered it, you know, in di- in different ways. I've watched, um, you know, I've read pieces, all kinds of stuff like that. What I didn't know was that the majority of his congregation was black. Yeah, they were. I had no idea, and I've watched and read up on mm-hmm. this stuff. But oh, it was a white guy manipulating mm-hmm. what was going on during like civil rights and post civil rights, and like you know, racial tension manipulating that into convincing people of a religion that had no merit, like allowing, convincing these people that it was okay for him to sleep with their wives while they couldn't have sex. Like, it got ugly when I started to read about it. I was like, yo! Have you heard those... racist uh, piece of shit. Yeah, have you heard those uh, those lost tapes that they found? Of like Some audio of recordings? Them. Yeah. Dude, that shit was fucked up. Up like yeah. when you hear the kids like screaming in the back because like the po- yes. the cyanide going through him. Yes, that shit's crazy, and he's just kind of like, yeah, like it's okay, don't worry about it, fuck it. And it's like, what? This is that, that it kind of continues our Joel Osteen talk, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty much the same um, person. One just had more money. So it's funny. Um, I want to segue segue that into something else, mm-hmm. but really quickly, let's uh, let's finish this. Who's more likely? What's more likely to happen next year? Jason Garrett's the coach. Urban Meyer's the coach, or Lincoln Riley's the coach? I would say Lincoln Riley. I, I don't think there's anything left for him to do in college. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's never won a national title, like, you have a Heisman Trophy winner, you've created this really good scheme. I, I, I don't think, you know. He's going to go in a young direction, plus um, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, he's unreliable. <laughs> Urban Meyer, at the first sense of trouble, will quit on you. Yep. Um, what a piece of shit. He's, like, he's a... Football version of a uh, Phil Jackson. I I find him to be untrustworthy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I I've, not even I've saying never, bad things. About I've him. never liked Urban yeah, Meyer. I I've never him liked to be him. Yeah. Um. That that whole Florida health thing that was full of shit thing. That that was all full of shit because all his talent was gone, and then all of a sudden he pop up go to Ohio State. Fuck out of here. I don't think he's a person of integrity. No, he's not. Um. But people will ride with, mm-hmm. you know, fucked up fuck people. I think fuck if, people if you want short term success, I understand it, mm-hmm. but. I don't know if I, I wouldn't send my kid to play for him. That's my bigger thing. I wouldn't like, share a pizza with him. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Um, I wouldn't make him tamales either. But no, let's stick on the on the on the Jim Jones stuff. 
Okay. So, your boy Papa John. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh, you man. You want to talk about... Rough days, a, 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 rough days. A, a high-up manipulator that is falling apart because of reasons. Um, mm-hmm. It's him. Yo, he's saying they've been setting him up to fall. They didn't want him in position. Um, they're trying to take everything that he's built. Nobody can do it like him. I, I He sat down to do an interview, I think just about kind of the state of everything. Yeah. And the issues that he had with being ousted from his position. And let's not forget why he was let go. Um, you know, he was already coming across as, um, I mean, because he was the face of everything. But I think mm-hmm. he wanted to be recognized as a central power in, in the pizza company. Um, you know, you would get more and more information about him being, you know, super right wing conservative. Then he gets in the board meeting and for some reason has an analogy with the word nigger in it. For some reason. Um, nobody asked him to do that. Nobody asked him his thoughts on, you know, social injustice in America. Just how it came out. I was I was telling somebody earlier today and I was like, yo, um, I know I talk about race and stuff a lot, but pretty much every white person in charge, the only thing they have to do is not say nigger and they'll be fine. Like, or some variation of it. As long as you don't do that. Or not rape somebody. Get to, there, of course you can't sexually assault somebody. I meant things that aren't actually illegal. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, just don't say nigger. And you're going to be perfectly okay. Um, and it keeps happening to people. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you what he's going through. He said... The taste of the Papa John's pizza has changed. It has. In order, well, 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 okay, fine. Mm-hmm. How many pizzas did it take you to figure it out? What, two, three, and a possible? No, one. Took you one pizza to figure it out. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little bit better. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, but listen mm-hmm. though. But it took you. You ate one, and you were like, okay, this is different. Mm-hmm. He ate forty pizzas in thirty days to solidify the fact that the pizza tastes different. He has a suicide mission, man. What the fuck are you thinking? And he looks bad. Like No, he has the meat sweats. It's. He has the meat sweats and he wasn't eating anything. He's got a point. Um, He does. Like he is. He looks like he's put on a bunch of weight. That shirt's not hitting the same. Mm -mm. Hair looks disheveled. Your face has new wrinkles on it. We only ain't seen him for a year. He he looks like those people that um, really hit hard times. They become alcoholics type shit. Yeah. How's it not P.I.? Yeah, I agreed. Like, he looks bad. Yeah. Do you feel bad for him? Yes and no. I don't want anybody to eat themselves into a grave. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I also, mean, yeah, go ahead. I mean, my, my thing is like, it's kind of like you said, all he has to do is not say a certain word. Mm-hmm. He's okay. Yeah. And he's blaming everybody. He's yeah. He's spilling the beans on everybody's money. Um, my favorite thing, hey, he came out and said, he was talking about the new CEO, uh, Rob Lynch. And he said, yo, he's never been a CEO. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. He doesn't really know about quality. Probably the most important, he doesn't have a passion for people. That's every CEO in America. Thank you. Every CEO in America does not give a fuck about people. He doesn't have pizza experience though. 
Nigga, it's pizza. I don't have pizza experience either, but I've seen Adam make hundreds of them. I can make a pizza right now. Like, the only pizza company I've seen, like, try to do anything revolutionary uh-huh. is Domino's. And Domino's. I'll say Little Caesars, too. Well, well you know what? That's because you're a hood booger. I'm not talking about making pizza cheap. No, no, it's I'm not. I'm just that, talking but... about customer service. Okay, Domino's yeah, yeah. Domino's like, yo, we've been dropping the ball. We're not going to mess up your pizza. We got these new bags we're putting the pizza in. If the pizza don't show up right, we're bringing you another pizza. Like, but you got the, you gotta, you got to get the pizza insurance. You don't have to get pizza insurance. Yeah, so that, that's, that's, not ex- that's not exactly free. Hey, so I, their, their heart's not exactly in the right well, line. I'm not saying in the right they place, actually be real. care about people. Yeah. I'm just saying they it's all smoke and mirrors. different yeah. in, in an arena where everybody's doing the same thing. You was just no, in the commercial, Papa John. You wasn't doing nothing cool. It, exactly. You didn't do nothing. But I, I'm still say, I, like, I still tell everybody, like you my kids, when we talk about stuff, I go, Little Caesars really changed the pizza game. When they did the, five, when they did the Hot and Reddies, they that changed everything for everybody because number one is cheap. Number two, you just walk in, and get it, boom, you're in and out. I go. Everybody had a had us to scramble uh, to change in some way, either make their pizza better or better deals, something I don't know, or just offer faster service. But they really changed the game when they did the hot and ready's, and they have it even more now to where you can order the hot and ready online. And they'll give you a code, and you walk it, punch it in, get your pizza, and walk out the deal with nobody. You just pay for it. You know, well, here we go. Two dollar fifty five cent pizza online is nuts, but I see the vision. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But it, it's they they literally revolutionized. Cause I remember before they had all this shit, they weren't exactly doing very well, and they were smart to say, you know what, fuck delivery. We're just gonna focus on making a bunch of pizzas, and that's it. Walk in, walk out. Because as Americans, we want everything right now. You know what I want right now? Pussy. For Bill Cosby to shut the fuck up. Bill Cosby said, we're taking his words wrong about that pound cake speech from back in like 04 mm-hmm. when Bill Cosby was basically like, uh, you coons need to pull up your pants. Stop listening to your gangster music. He said he's still innocent. He ain't do none of that shit. People are just out to get him. Michael Eric Dyson got to get off his dick. And Bill Cosby said he actually stopped a murder in prison. What the fuck? Is Bill Cosby taking his own shit that he was trying to give to these women? No. Please don't say anything about Bill Cosby to be funny that's going to get you in trouble. No, no. I mean, I... Regardless of all that fucked up shit he's done. Okay. That's a good place to, to, to start your statement, but I'm listening. Regardless of all that, He's still been a major influence in pretty much, um, you know, a lot of people's lives today. I mean, it's like his show literally revolutionized how entertainment, how the, how people, society, you know, sees people of color in a way. Mm-hmm. Because before before that, what'd you have? You had good times. You had, you know, Jefferson shit like that where they were kind of, you know, funny, a little bit kind of, I guess... Different characters, but when when he, once his came out, he said, "No, fuck that. We're doing this." Uh, but like I said, it's hard to tell because I'm not there in prison with him. Thank God, but I mean, but he does still hold some influence like that. There are fellow inmates mm-hmm. who think that Bill Cosby is a political prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you. <sighs> You raped women. Like, I don't know <laughs> how else to go about it. Now, 
if you say something like they got him for something else in he, order to get him, he's not Nelson Mandela. He ain't. He ain't even fucking. Uh, what's my man's name? Who's the Italian mobster? Out of Chicago. We should know his name. Shit. Which one? The big one. Capone. He's not Al Capone, who they got on tax evasion. Like it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby, like. <laughs> nigga Bill Cosby wasn't the head of organized crime nigga, he was the head of drugging hoes and raping them that's what he was that was your ring Peter you want to tell him about how you finally uh, found out that sex trafficking is real <laughs> oh yeah no I knew it was real I was but so mad no no I knew it was real I but I knew exactly what you were saying yeah but I was so mad I, at you I, I, I just thought some people like you know get a little paranoid but then like you know once yeah, so so like one of my friends, I guess something like that kind of happened to her, and she had all the evidence and everything, and I'm like, oh shit, like the picture of the van, like everything, basically talking about how the van was falling or this and this, and it was just crazy because that night she was at a bar, I was at a different bar, and I was kind of like, I really don't want to leave where I'm at. She's kind of like, well, I don't leave where I'm at either. So I was like, eh, fuck, I just left it alone and uh-huh. kept about my night, you know, drank, paid for my shit, and went. Drove all the two minutes home to my mom's house kind of thing. And, you know, fuck, it just, you know, left at that. And then I see that shit the next morning. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that's crazy. Because, like, you know, somebody you actually know. Because I, I think a lot of it is, like, you know, there's a lot of people, we're paranoid. You know, with shit going, with everything going on today, we have a right to be paranoid as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, like, you know, a lot of people, they do on, on Facebook, maybe a little bit paranoid. I don't know. But. You should stop going on Facebook. Um, but keep going. Yeah. And so when you see it now and you see more evidence and, you know, padlocks on a fucking van at night and they're following you and shit and if they're doing certain things like, yeah, that, that's that's a little bit. I think. Yeah, we all. Um, in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I've worked to get better at it. We all, I think, have been better at this, like as a society. But until something happens to you or yours, it's hard to to grasp it. Like, it is difficult to accept that certain things can happen if you've never seen them happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. Which is, again, why you should listen to black people when they tell you about racism. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but it is difficult. If, if it's something you've never seen or experienced, it, it, it's hard to grasp it. The easy thing is to shut the fuck up about things you don't know about. But you know what is weird, though? I'm listening. This is twice this has happened. I think somebody has my fucking phone number and they're doing like a bunch of prank fuck type shit somewhere else. Like what? Did you not see that thing I put yesterday? What did you put yesterday? In the group chat? You didn't see it? Tell me. Okay. So basically, because I got a text from somebody from a 713 area code mm-hmm. and they started said, hey, hi, nice souvenir you left me. And I'm like, fuck is this? And they send me a picture. Mm-hmm. It's a note. It says, I am so sorry for leaving. You the souvenir, LOL, but my friend dared me. Sorry again. Uh, my name is Elena, and I thought you were really cute. I seen you walking in and didn't get the chance to stop you. But anywho, I hope you would like to talk sometime and not think I'm a slut. I'm 24, by the way. And I was like, fuck is this? Like, what, what are you talking about? You left us at my car. I said, I definitely did not. That's not my writing at all, and that's not my name. And basically, my number was on this shit. Uh. Like, to text back or call back. Yeah. And about two years ago, there was writing on the wall that said, for like a good time and sucking good dick, my phone number was there too. And someone texted me, was like, did you put this? I was like, fuck no, I didn't. And that was it. Are you, are you blacking out? 
and living a different life? No. As a gay man? No. I mean, because that would be good. My good ass is still intact. But I'm just kidding. Zing. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I know you're not. <laughs> oh my god, two personalities could not exist in that body. Um, no, but that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, and uh, he was like, and the person was was like, you know, this is um, what they say it was a a garage parking lot in an apartment complex. And they were like, so you have no clue who Elena is. Like, I don't know anybody by that name, by that fucking spelling. Because it wasn't like E-L-E-N-A. It was A-L-A-I-N-A. So you know they're fucking nasty. Whoever wrote it. You know they got that wet, wet. Again, two personalities could not exist in that space. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, So, whereas we as, as ignorant straight guys make jokes, mm-hmm. let's talk about Dwayne Wade's son. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Wade has... In my estimation, been nothing but a fantastic father. Um, I believe his son is 12 years old. Um, his son is very much out as gay. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union seem to be in full support of their son. Um, you know, he's been to pride parades and he allows his son to dress the way he chooses. The latest thing that seemed to anger, um, you know, straight, boring, lifeless black Twitter has been him allowing his son to wear fake nails. And I think somebody basically commented to the point where, see, man, this is that bullshit. Um, I mean, to me, I we don't have kids, but I believe very much in my heart that if my son wanted to wear fake nails, I would let my son wear fake nails. Um, I don't see the problem. You don't see, you don't, you don't look very confident saying that statement. No, I'm, I'm saying it like, yeah, I know, but no, you, you don't look shock, confident right no, now. No, but the shock on my face mm-hmm. is the opposite. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm I'm out loud trying to say, what's the problem with this? Your eyes are telling a different story, though. What story are my eyes telling? That you're not very confident with that. You keep what saying, you're saying the same word, but you're not explaining what you're saying. I'm explaining what I'm saying. I'm saying you didn't look very confident saying how, that statement. I, so, so tell me how I feel. Because I feel like you want no, to tell me I, 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 That's for you to understand. Because, you I'm know saying, why? Because you're uh, looking at me when I say it like this. No, I'm, that's why I'm, no, I'm, I'm you're literally like, you looking at me. You're you doing it right now. I'm not. <laughs> Look at. Do you see how he's looking at me? You're literally doing that. My God, you, can, <laughs> you just make shit up sometimes, and people are like, "What?" Yeah. No, sincerely, like. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are conversations that they've had, but he seems to be perfectly fine with it. I can't see why everybody else isn't fine with it. Like. Is not letting him wear nails going to make him straight? Because in my experience, nothing's ever worked like that. No. Like, on the flip side, one of our good friends we came up with, who always dressed what people would consider heterosexual, who did sports and hung out with the guys and drank with the guys and all that, essentially pulled a 180 when we reached adulthood. And more power to him for doing it. Mm-hmm. You wonder how much happier he would have been if they just let him do that shit in the first place. I, and I remember he, the said person you're talking about, mm-hmm. always talk, I, they come from a very religious fa- uh, family. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of wonder now, like, you know, does he have a strong relationship with his family? Or that's a good question. Because I hope he does. Like yeah. I say, he's a good guy. Yeah, you know, he's a good guy, and you know, he's never done wrong as far as nothing really fucked up. This is something I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
friends of, I mean, definitely friends of mine, but I would say friends of ours mm-hmm. who we know to be homosexual, yeah. men and women. When we get to like this holiday stuff, these Thanksgivings and these Christmases and these New Years, to my knowledge, we very rarely see them in pictures with their family. That's unfortunate. Um, so, you know, I like that. And it's funny how that comes all the way back around because I love that like Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union like have this relationship with this kid who is being accepted for who he is. I think Magic Johnson is like that with his son. Oh, that, that kid's definitely walked in plenty of times of uh, Gabrielle Union eating uh, Cheerios or Lucky Charms out of uh, Dwayne Wade's ass, so. <laughs> Peanut, I'm sure they close the door. <laughs> no, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> if they do, they leave it unlocked. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> this is, again, somebody was agreeing with you with everything you're saying and then making the most dis- revolted face at you now. And you deserve it. Because it's true. Um, remember that thing I said about us not going anywhere to hang out? Mm-hmm. Somebody just texted me to where we might have to go. Um, Who's that? Jason. <laughs> I can't say no to Jay. Um, Big Jay? Yeah. So I'm going to see what he says. I can't say no to Jay. He's probably at the, the park in South Lamar. No, he's. He just te- he wouldn't text me if he was there. Yes, he um, would. No, he's he's at the place where we are. I'm at the domain, seeing if you're out. That's literally the text. Um, so we might have to get up with him. But the last thing I want to talk about. I could get something. Yeah, it might no, I'm kind of dressed like shit. You know, that might be fun. Me too. We can do that. We can pull it off. I can. So the last thing I want to talk about. Yeah. The Sandman. I don't think I told you about this. Mm-mm. So remember how I, I get on this show every week? Only Sam and I know is one in Mike Tyson's boxing. You don't know the one in wrestling? Oh, that idiot. I say every week for the last month what about that this that is gimmick, not a wrestling podcast. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Remember his name in WCW was literally Hack? Mm-hmm. That's, that's funny. Because he's a hack. He's a fucking gimmick. But Sandman... Was at WrestleCade over the weekend, mm-hmm. which is um, you know big wrestling expo, I believe in North Carolina. Rich was there covering it with Bruce. He has a bunch of cool content. Shout out to Rich fan. Um, so the main event of the show is four women, two of them being Taya, another one being Jordan Grace. You familiar okay. with Jordan Grace? Not really. Um, Jordan Grace is the... Uh, it's hard to keep up with the wrestlers. They're all the same pretty much these days. Um, okay. So as we talk about this, I'm going to show you why Jordan Grace is not the same. <laughs> to me. To Cameron. Because I'm Cameron. Jordan Grace. So I'm a Jordan Grace fan. Okay. Um, yeah. But she's actually kind of... She's Cam one of the... Horny. One of the two, three, four women who like are on the independents mm-hmm. who really make money. Um, wrestle for a bunch of companies, like really put themselves out there social media wise, have a big following, you know, whatever. The main event of WrestleCade is a fatal four way between four women, her being one of them. Okay. Sandman came up to them before they went out and said, Hey, women shouldn't main event wrestling shows, and any male wrestler who has any experience feels the same way. Like, he can't even main event an OVW. What the fuck does his when OVW he main was evented, around? What six months his whole life? He main evented in, EC, in ECW. He was oh, an yeah, ECW oh, champion. Well, as a fucking bingo hall. 
wrestling. Okay. My point is this. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch main evented WrestleMania just last year, right? And do you know why? Why? She was the hottest character in the company. Like, why shouldn't the people... Is that the one that has that little gimmick of the man or no? Yes. Okay, that's right? why. Okay, yeah. So... That makes sense. Why shouldn't the most popular act main event a show? What does gender have to do with main eventing a wrestling show? Like, we're not even talking about intergender wrestling. We're literally talking about the largest act on the card ending the show. Like, if... Who's somebody you'd be familiar with? If we go back in the day and mm-hmm. Trish Stratus is on a card with fucking Evan Courageous, uh, I don't know, Norman Smiley, who I love to death, and Rick Steiner, who should main event the show? Norman Smiley, easily. Who should main event the show? Norman Smiley. Not who would you like to main event the show. Who should main event the show? Norman Smiley. That's the most talented out of all of that group. It's not about who's the most talented. That's stupid. Like, if it was about who's the most talented, Hulk Hogan would have never main evented a single show. Hulk Hogan was making the most money. The True. people who you're there to see should main event the show. Like, uh, like again. Okay, now is this Norman Smiley doing the whole wiggle gimmick or without it? Even with. Norman Smiley was not a hotter actor if, than if Trish he, Stratus was. Like, he wasn't. Norman Smiley is a more talented wrestler than 90%. That's debatable. No, it's not. Everybody loved the the Wiggle. Who cares who you love? Who are they paying money for? Who's selling the most merchandise? Who's selling the tickets? Was people really buying Trish Stratus' merchandise? Yes! What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, posters. Yeah, I'd fucking jack off to, of course. Yeah, okay. She's Playboys. It doesn't matter if people are jacking off to it. Yeah. There's a bottom line. Like, I can't imagine ever telling, like, women... That they shouldn't main event a show based on their gender. If they're making the most money. It's not the NFL. I've just always felt like if you can go, you should main event. I don't care if you can wrestle at all. I do. Why? What what does your ability to do a flip have to do with... Because that, that's what we're, we're paying to see. Like, you know, Hulk Hogan made evented like 10 WrestleManias. And Hulk Hogan had the agility of that Christmas tree. Like, oh, and, uh, and again, I agree. He should have main evented a lot. But, no, 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 no. But, he should have. But now you're having a different conversation about what you like versus what sells. True. I mean, sex does sell. What, what, you're twisting what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm, but I'm literally Okay, saying, yeah, okay. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah go ahead. People, okay. If people are paying to see you. Yeah. You, if, and they're paying, you're the primary act they want to see. Mm-hmm. You should main event. I just think that's, I think it's so cut and dry that gender or nothing else has anything to do with it. Are there wrestlers who are underutilized um, because they're talented and management isn't giving them a push? Absolutely. But this isn't like a wrestling company. So do we, I guess, so basically, do we go off of merchandise sales of who's the most. I yeah. guess the, the one that people want to see. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is selling the most merchandise for WWE right now. And that's why Him? he's Universal Champion. Yeah. And so, and again, I'm not into the character. But... That's like the king of incels right there. He he has a very attractive uh, ex-wife and baby mama. Well, <laughs> when you're when you're white and wrestling, you pretty much do whatever the fuck you want, apparently. Somehow. I mean, but, but again, yeah. 10 plus years ago, we saw those very good looking women mm-hmm. with those very disgusting looking guys. That's how I go. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. That, that's yeah, okay. you know, um, which is fucking disgusting. No, but, but, but seriously, like I'm saying, like, if, Bray Wyatt if people fucking are there to sucks. see you, you should be in the main event. Um, He's going to break his back one day doing that bullshit ass uh, 
little walker that he does. I can't do that shit. But yeah, you're not so, supposed to. Your spine is not yeah. built to do that. And my bigger thing is this: it's one thing to say that you don't think women should main event a wrestling show. It's already sexist, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a ten times worse thing to say no man who's ever wrestled would disagree with me. Because that's calling every man who's ever wrestled sexist. And you can't call any person in, in any field of anything all one way. Like That's super unfair. True. And you only say that to make those women uncomfortable in every room they're ever going to go into. Like You shouldn't have to wonder if everyone you deal with is a sexist. Nobody should have to live like that. Sam so, yeah. needs to go back to his fucking trailer and have a Miller Lite. For somebody who was re- who really was a beer, a theme song, and a kendo stick, he should shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's a big gimmick. Yeah, I've never saw any importance of uh, of Sandman. Like out of like out of all the years I was actively in wrestling, I never saw really. I saw more East Side of Tommy Dreamer than him. Yeah, at least Tommy Dreamer could go. Yeah, Sandman, like I said, just go out there, like you know, he does the whole fucking trailer park gimmick, and I don't give a, no one gives a fuck about that. A hundred percent. You can you, you could have went to a, a early '90s right there on Culebra on 471 West by where Tap used to be and seen that shit. At a shout out to Dan's uh, bar, which I just found out over the week over this break that um, a little bit of I think it's a uh, Dirty Dancing was filmed at that place in San Antonio. I never knew that. It's pretty crazy. Just like apparently Ace Ventura when Nature Calls was kind of filmed in San Antonio too. I didn't know that. I'm trying That's to figure out which part. Super random. I didn't know that. I know Miss Congeniality wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I was that. <laughs> but that's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, the thing that kind of pissed me off though was Brothers Garcia wasn't. Oh really? No, it was all filmed in Los Angeles. How much was? Wasn't the Alamo all filmed in LA? Do what? Wasn't the Alamo like the movie The Alamo all filmed in LA? I think so. That's what I'm saying. But like Brothers Garcia, that shit broke my heart because they based it out of San Antonio. The whole fucking opening theme is all San Antonio shit, and it's all being in LA. It's like that's bullshit. Yeah. But I shout out to that show though. I understand your concern. But you know, hey, if Netflix gets that, I'm definitely watching Brothers Garcia. Anything else you want to get off before we get out of here? No, just uh, sucks having to go back to work, but it is what it is. About another three weeks, we're on break. Yeah. And UPS, where the fuck are my shoes, you assholes? You wasted my fucking day yesterday. I sat here and designed a hoodie for the party just in case Mm -hmm. and went through all like the Photoshopping and formatting and put it on there and created a price point for it and was going to buy it and they said it'll be printed on the 13th it'll be ready the 16th to the 18th and i was like well never mind <laughs> i went through all that it was like ah, never mind um but yeah so south congress podcast episode 91 um again a reminder december the 14th texas toy museum uh my 34th birthday party south congress episode 93 live from Texas Toy Museum, 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Feel free to bring a friend. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, thanks for rocking with us again. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. South Congress Podcast, episode 91. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. And we're out. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.